Welcome to Mind. This is Alan and Sebastian. And today we talk about cults and why they're so, so good. Sebastian, please blink us in. Yeah, so cults are bad, but there's always, uh, you know, a good <laughs> thing about a bad thing. And today we're going to speak about that. And I think the first point. Uh, oh yeah! Before that, let's just define you know what a cult is. It's mm. uh, there's a lot of like similar things going on where people you know maybe I, I would maybe call it long distance cults where they just uh, you know uh, assume the the thoughts of someone else. Just whenever they say something, they agree with it. Doesn't matter what it is, and they don't have to think about it. But this is a physical cult where everyone moves into the same place, like probably the same building or a campsite you know and to save uh, money <laughs> yeah and you know they they live together and uh, they have a common belief and uh, they um, don't necessarily you know do uh, violent things but uh, they mm. do uh, they they don't they do believe they don't have they don't have arguments or at least that they shouldn't have if the cult is like totally um you know, pathetic. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, you know that way. You know, since you can't argue, I think disputes are either you know non-existent or just resolved by your, uh, you know, uh, what would you call leader? I guess chief. There, there has chief. to be like someone on top because <laughs> otherwise it's you know anarchic and you know people won't agree always, but. When, once you have a personality to collect, you know, to gather around, I think there's a possibility right. for a cult. So that that's the definition, and I think that's an advantage, you know, just uh, not having to think. It, you know, it's it's uh, <laughs> you know, the, this show is about thinking, but there's an advantage <laughs> to not thinking, and uh, that is that you you're never gonna think a bad thought. You're not gonna you know hurt yourself. So the best way, you know, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> There's a philosophy that says that, you know, if you you should just avoid pain and that is what you do when you don't think <laughs> uh, you don't get any pleasure, but you don't get any pain either. Well, you will get pain, but uh, <laughs> yes, okay, maybe so, not as quickly. I don't know. Yeah. So we save on rent money for sure, because there's like, yeah, yeah, people living in two beds or something and uh, we okay, so that's number one. I guess one person cooks or something like that. Maybe there's a yep. there's like a specialization of labor that takes place, right, inside this yeah. little crowded metropolis household, and everybody does their part. So here we have an ant colony, and everyone knows their knows their place. So yeah, except the leader, <laughs> right? So he could just do Usually. whatever he wants. Yeah. God mode. So he's playing on God mode. It takes a while to reach that. <laughs> but we spoke about central planning being good. Uh, the advantages, rather, of central planning. And yeah. one of those advantages here is shared by this cult household, which is there's predictability. <clears throat> you know, who does the gardening? Who does, you know, whatever they do? I don't know what kind of... Um, household they have there but um I, I would assume that it's kind of strictly delineate delineated i'm not i'm not sure but i assume that there's some kind of order that people certain people do certain things so that gives you mm -hmm. a sense of safety i suppose maybe you can plan out your days knowing what 
you are determined to do and uh, cut me off because I'm going to keep on going. So did, did you want to add another one? Um, yeah, I think it, you know, it leaves people who are lucky enough to be, you know, favored by the leader, you know, it leaves up to them to do whatever they want. Right. I think a lot of cults are carried by a few people <clears throat> who are like the, the, you know, because that's part of the fascination, right? You join the cult, but you don't join it on the same level as the leader. There's a sense of hierarchy where the leader yes. gets to do nothing. The, the ones below him gets to do little at all. And then, you know, it keeps going. So if you're like in the middle there, maybe uh, you don't have to work hard. And that's mm -hmm. not, not really an advantage now, I think, because you don't have to do much at all anyways. I mean, food is so cheap you won't, and, you know, you could, uh, live in a tent or something, you know, you could just work at McDonald's for a few minutes, but in a cult, you know, in the Middle Ages or something, uh, if you got up there, maybe you'd be able to specialize in something. Maybe you'd be able to read a lot of books and not have to be in the farm. That Well, you remind me of an episode we did, The Man on the Pier now, because he has lots of time. Mm. But I, I think you've inspired a new episode for us, which is what are the advantages of being moderately favored by the cult leader you're neither down you know <laughs> you know below his foot and you're neither so high that you are his equal i think there's some good advantages there <laughs> because you're neither working too hard but you work enough you get some benefit <laughs> of productivity you have some moderate self-esteem but you don't risk being assassinated i suppose um, possibly by external um, forces as the cult leader. Here's my contribution here. I, I think probably the one of the main benefits of being in a cult is that you witness something that, at least in, in form, is a, a really powerful thing to see, which is human charisma. <clears throat> There's mm. a lot to say about it, but it's very rare to meet someone who's not confident. Charisma's altogether something else and to be inspired by what being in the presence of someone who is truly charismatic does and i will hint at this there's a sense that their will can alter reality that it you know transgresses the um the law of um the, the primacy of existence that they're so charismatic and confident and, uh, and ambitious and, and, and there's a certainty there as well that they can make things happen, whatever uh, they wish. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a kind of tempting sentiment um, when you're in the presence of someone who's truly charismatic. There's, there's, there's a kind of, you know, uh, gravity around them. And this is one of the sentiments that might be a common one and that is quite a spectacular thing um, to witness. So I think I think I will leave that thought as my main advantage of being in a cult, that you are around someone who is spectacular in form, at least, certainly not uh, content. And that can be that can be uh, awe inspiring and it can be really, really well, tr transformational. Mm. And I think an, an implication of that is that you get a role model, right? You see that the world isn't just filled with 
you know, boring people doing boring things and it's oh, just depressing. One. You know, yeah, you have, you know, pretty much Christ rebor reborn, right, in front of you and he is, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you can be like him. You can help him out, first of all, but I think uh, it's kind of implied that he's not going to live forever, right? He's not seen as immortal to most cults. Maybe there are. So so, so someone is going to have to take his place, and it could be you. So you have <laughs> something to strive for, and you have the means to strive for it. You aren't trapped on this, mm. uh, you know, it's some boring planet. You're actually That's right. in, uh, you know, an epic struggle to improve, to become this cult leader and uh, have what he has or... Yeah, it's well, usually not a woman, but yeah, so that's certainly a cosmic leap <laughs> <laughs> to go from being some sheepish, brainless cult follower to thinking, you know what? I I think I think I'm gonna make something of my life, you know, and, and for it not just to be, you know, in the form of a charismatic cult leader, but actually rational. So anything can happen in this universe. In this world of cults ladies and gentlemen but i agree i i certainly agree with yours and i think it is the the, the superior advantage to see that the world's not boring people can be interesting and uh, look how great at least in form man can be and with that mm -hmm. i think we can end it there i i think our next episode or in the very near future is going to be the advantage of the middleman the moderately favored man by the cult leader um jesus reborn so i'm looking forward to that i'm sure he's he lives a very balanced life but until next time thank you for listening to mind and until next time check your premises and think <laughs>